You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Nationals trying to avoid the sweep against the Braves. There's good news for Nats fans. Bryce Harper running on the warning track in the afternoon prior to the game. We pick up the action here in the first. Jason Worth facing Mike Fultonevich. Payoff pitch, pulled on the ground left side into the hole. Base hit to left. Around third is Turner coming to the plate. The throw will come to second, and the Nationals have the lead. Fly ball well struck deep left center field. Kemp and Inciarte going back. Ender at the wall leaping. He caught it at the top of the fence. Inciarte timing it perfectly and scaling the wall in left center took an extra base hit away from Jason Worth. We had to wait to see did he have it or did a fan in the first row have it. Well you got to give him some style points too. To right center field that's trouble that's going to be a gapper nobody's going to get that it's going to go all the way to the wall. Let's see how far Lynn goes they're going to wave him to the plate. Here's the throw bounces up the line. So Robles is going to end up with a triple didn't know if they were going to force Lynn to run it or not. But the relay drifted up the third base line, so it's a triple, it's an RBI, and it's two to nothing now. Washington with a runner at score at third. And the pitch hit to center field and deep going back is Taylor still going, still going at the warning track, at the wall, finds the wall, it's off the wall, or did it clear the fence? I don't know. It's gone. Oh, I see the right hand of the crew chief. Waving around, so that's over and back. So that is going to be a home run. He went up high, it went over the fence and came back out on the field. So the pixie dust is gone. The Braves get a two run homer from Albies. That's his fourth. He's got 21 RBIs. We got a one run ball game. It's three to two. A good at bat for Ozzy Albies. He's been 10 years here and he is 27 years old. He just whistled one in the corner down the left field line. That is trouble. Scoring easily is Lynn. You know Robles is going to make it. And it looks like Sanchez is going to stop out at second. Well, the 10 years he learned well. It paid off there with a double. And just like that, the Braves pound the lead a little bit. It's now 5-2. to two. 5-2 Nats, that's your final. Tanner Roark gets the win. He struck out seven over six quality innings of work. Great night for the D.C. bullpen. They tossed three innings of scoreless relief with Sean Doolittle pitching the ninth during his 18th save since joining the Nats. Here's Brave skipper Brian Snitker after the loss. I believe it was the worth at bat um, before he came in and just kind of broke open and it was just something he couldn't go back out there. Was it from throwing breaking balls? I, I don't know what it was. I mean, he said it was. he was rubbing the balls. Like as he was rubbing him, and he said it's happened to him before, and it just it sliced it open. I mean, I think then, um, you know, as he ball come off his fingers, it just it, it kind of broke loose a little bit, and he just couldn't go. What about uh, Whistler at that point of the game? Just uh, I mean, what was the thinking there? Um, <laughs> I didn't have anybody else really. I mean, it was just I had some guys that um, 
I wanted to get through the six to get it to Sammy and Ramirez is what that was. And and um, a lot of those other guys haven't been back to back. I mean, you just got to be careful with them guys. I mean, it's like they're asking them to go in uncharted territory and we're behind in the game. We need them to get three outs right there to try and bridge the gap because we'd used a lot of the other guys the day before. And, and Luke Jackson had pitched two innings and 40 pitches a day ago. And it was kind of that, that's who we had. How impressive was Robles for them tonight? I'm sorry? Robles. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, he's a very talented. He's a ta skilled, talented young man. That's for sure. Everybody in the dugouts like that guy can fly, and um, uh, you know, it's he's a nice looking player. Or again, he does it another home run. Yeah. Last no, Oz just keeps doing it. I mean, it's it's just um, it's fun to watch this kid play. I mean, he's another very skilled young player that's going to have a. He can provide a lot of. He's going to be on that TV every now and then with stuff he's going to do in this in this game. You couldn't really put together anything against Roark until no. that inning, but then you get within a run. Yeah, and we get within a run, and, and it's like, it was just tough, you know, because that's we that six was a that's a big inning in a game when you lose your starter. I mean, that was a big thing as we lost, you know, Fulte was throwing the ball good and, and doing great, and it's just unfortunate that that happened because we needed him to get through that inning right mm -hmm. there. And if he'd done that, then things are lined up pretty good. With Ozzy, he's a guy that obviously he can use his wheels. He can, you know, hit the ball in the gaps. But given that power, I mean, it's, it's, no, it's yeah, nice. His little... hands are, are lightning. I mean, he is such a strong kid, and his hands work unbelievable. And and um, uh, you know, so he, he's a very talented young man. Has been. I mean, he's shown that throughout the minor leagues. He's led leagues in hitting. He's been the, like I say, I keep saying he's been the youngest guy in every league that he's ever played in. And and doesn't bother. You know, he didn't phase him a bit. He he slows the game down well. And. And um, he's a very talented, skilled young man. Mike Fultonevich lasted just four innings, giving up three runs off four hits with three Ks in Thursday night's loss in D.C. Here's Fultonevich after the game. This has happened years in the past where you know, I'm rubbing up a ball and just humid out. You know, I'm upset with myself today as it was, and my, the hand just slipped out and cut my finger. And you know, I was during the, before the Roker at bat, and you know, I kind of felt a little bit, didn't think anything of it. And then when I continued to throw and. You know, once I got in the dugout, looked at it, it was just bleeding. So, you know, but other than that, you know, there's nothing I could really do about it. Just upset myself and, you know, got a little crazy with, with the ball in hands there. But uh, other than that, it's, it has happened in the past where I've actually taken chunks out of my finger and it hasn't bled. So um, it's just a little different night. Might have been a little callous working up there and kind of close to the fingernail too. So you just rubbed it too hard then? Yeah, I was kind of, you know, rubbing it up and, you know, this finger caught up in there and, you know, the balls were slippery as it is because... <laughs> it's a warm night out there, and uh, you know stuff happens. So, but we'll try to get it taken care of. You know, see in the next couple of days how it how it heals and how it looks, and you know see what to do with the skin. But other than that, try to get this this sucker healed up and, and back out there. You think you'll be able to make your next arm? Is just is gonna yeah, we don't yeah we don't know yet. We're gonna like you said, we're gonna see tomorrow when we when we take this thing off because yeah. there's a there's a skin over it, and uh, you know they're gonna decide whether to take that off or leave it on. So we're gonna you know wait to decide it tomorrow. But hopefully. You know, knock on wood, I'm a you know, fast healer with this kind of stuff. And, you know, we'll get it taken care of and start throwing a little bit, see how it feels, and, and go from there. So we kind of don't want to make it re reopen or, re or happen again. So we'll take it, take it slow or, or fast or whatever we need to do with it to, to get me back out there. Could you not go because of blood or pain? Uh, like I said, my, once I got into the you know, last couple of pitches of work, my, my middle finger was numb, so I knew kind of something was up there. And, and once I got in, it was just it wouldn't stop bleeding. There was a kind of like... You know, a little chunk of it coming up, and you know, um, Mr. Porter in there said we just, you know, we can't do anything right now. Can't pitch with that on because it'll make it way worse the way the skin was, and we just tore it up. But it was kind of a little, little sore there at the end, and uh, a little on fire. But um, you know, just get taken care of and get back out there ASAP. 
Both teams back in action Friday. The Braves will host the Mets while the Nationals play host to the Dodgers. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. 